0: Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction@outlook.com. at outlook.com. Here's your hosts, Dan
1: and Danny. Welcome to this edition of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. And I'm Dan. And we have some very special guests with us tonight. Yes, celebrities. Celebrities, yes. <laughs> they cover TV. They've said they've been on other podcasts. Yep,
2: they are they have their own YouTube channel, which is very popular. And they're also on Amazon Prime with a new show as well. Fantastic. And we have Rocky and Sean from Living Paranormal. Hi, guys. Hey, hi, how are you, doing?
1: Good, good. Good. Known as the uh, the Foreman Brothers, is that correct?
3: Yeah. Yeah, we're all three uh, brothers.
1: Now, I was reading a bit of bio on you guys, and it basically says that your interest in the paranormal goes right back to when you were you were really young.
3: Yeah, um, we actually um, started up when we was actually really young. Um, most of the time, you know, we actually ended up being in a Ouija board, and that's how our experience actually started.
1: And it was from uh, the three of you working the Ouija board uh, in
3: your own home? What it was was our mother actually ended up uh, going to the garage film, and she ended up uh, bringing a Ouija board home, and then um, Sean and Josh decided that they wanted to start playing with the Ouija board. By the time it was all done, the house was out uh, know, It was really haunted. you got to remember back in the
0: day, there just wasn't much to do, and... <laughs> You know, you just read books, and there was just little stuff, you know, on TV, really nothing about the paranormal, so it was just mainly reading books about it, and the little stuff that would catch your interest, so when we got the Ouija board, you know, just playing around with it, and then, you know, friends talking to you about it, and yeah, we probably went a little too far with it, but, you know, being that young... I guess you kind of go a little too far with a the things.
2: So what kind of things did you bring into your home through the board?
3: Well, most of it was like uh, dark shadows, black, you know, figures. They'd be, uh, you'd go to sleep at night, and then you'd wake up, and there'd be a dark shadow figure, you know, with arms, legs, heads, and everything, just standing at the edge of the bed, or then you'd end up putting your head under cover just you know, praying for daylight just to come, so it disappeared.
2: And what did mom and dad think about all this? Were they noticing the activity in the home?
3: Mom,
0: she was. She um, noticed a lot of stuff. Him, he never really believed in it, I guess. So it seemed like it was just us three boys that, you know, saw the black shadows. You know, then there was footsteps, you know, up in the attic.
3: No mistake, I think there was something about uh, ball light, too, Rocky. Yeah, the ball light actually ended up having with a uh, brother, Josh. Um, what would actually happen is he would actually start running a fever. And it was really high, and then they'd actually end up taking him to the emergency room. So they'd end up taking him to the emergency room, and then they'd pack him full of ice, and then they'd try to get his uh, fever down thought why like he was in you know, a sleep and impactful of ice, he'd always see this you know, same ball of light. Yeah, I think with that ball of light too, why Josh
0: was having that fever and I mean, pretty much almost like he was in a coma at the time until he got him, you know, cool down and everything. Felt like he was trapped in this ball of light and like a fireball. And it would just like take off forward. And then eventually, it was like it just dropped off a cliff or something, and started heading straight down. Through you know different times when stuff like this would happen, we would see actually see a ball of light in the house. It would like form real small, and then it would just get a little bigger when all this stuff would happen. But
2: now, how long how long did you guys put up with the uh, the hauntings in the home until you decided to do something about it, or was there ever anything actually done about it?
0: Um, there wasn't nothing done about it. We ended up uh, moving out of the house
2: so the the poor so, the poor people who moved in inherited uh, the spirits, did they?
0: We don't have a clue. we've never been back to the house <laughs> never talked to anybody. it lived in the
2: house. that might be a good episode for one of your shows.
0: Yeah, I think that's on our bucket list you know in the future as long as you know the house still stands, we will end up back there. That's the thing, you know, is to keep doing this. we us as paranormals, and even other paranormal teams out there are learning. And with the technology that we got coming out, it'll be awesome to be able to take all everything we've learned back to that house just to see what happens, and maybe get some answers. You know, what was terrorizing us and scaring the living crap out of us? Enough. I will say, they might
2: actually be missing you guys. Yeah, that's a Yeah, heck with
3: that. <laughs> I never want to see that thing. Yeah. You know, always talking about is just little bits and pieces of it. So.
1: How long was it, guys, that when you decided, or how old were you when you decided that uh, we want to reach out and try to help people uh, with their hauntings?
3: Actually, um, you know, I mean, we know, you know, dealing with haunting stuff, you know, we was more. You know, all all this actually took place, you know. I mean, we'd actually go into, you know, haunted locations or, you know, abandoned buildings and, you know, try to, you know, make contact with the ghosts and stuff. But in uh, 2007 is actually when we actually put our first uh, YouTube video up. On,
0: uh, Shore, which was a real small clip. <laughs> and we never thought <laughs> yeah. we'd get the response back that we did. Because it was just a friend uh, cabinet shop, I guess, that we did it and And then um, we actually, after that, um, we got a phone call from somebody we know. And their uh, kid at that time was having trouble. And I would say he maybe was... Well, probably around four or something like that, or three. And the kid would, yeah. at night would just wake up screaming. And the mom would see, she would go, start heading towards the bedroom and see a shadow, like, go through the wall away from him. And then the kid would be fine. And that was even before the kid, I guess, could even see her. So she didn't know what the heck was going on, and I think she put a Bible underneath the crib to see if that would help anything. And then when she went back, I guess the Bible was moved and all this stuff. We ended up, you know, going over there just to see what we could do. And pretty much, you know, at that time, I think it was mainly to document it, and uh, so I guess she didn't feel like she was crazy.
1: Right.
0: And I was actually, went in this room and I was sitting there. Um, this video is on the Foreman 4 page, still, and, um...
3: Yeah, it was our first video that was out, Yeah, and I think it ended up getting, like, 500,000 views in a short period of time. Yeah, so I was sitting beside this toy, and,
0: I mean, and I'm pretty scared of the dark. I ain't gonna lie. I get scared pretty dang <laughs> easy. <laughs> and... I'm not sure if that's from childhood or what it's from, but I, even to this day, I still do. And so I'm sitting beside this toy that has no batteries or anything in it. And Rocky and them sitting out in the garage, cause that's when we ran DVR. So we had the cord, you know, ring to the cameras and stuff like that. And I'm, I asked a question. I can't remember what I asked now, but next thing I know, this toy goes off. Oh, yeah. The only thing I could sit there and think about was just, I think all I could say was Josh's name. So I'm just like, Josh, 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 why I'm getting up and I'm out of this room and they were trying to get me to go back in. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> so at this point in time. And as you, you know, watch the videos nowadays, it's pretty much the same. Something happens,
3: I'm usually the one that runs. And it's hard for them to get me to go back. That's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all legit. It's up fine, you know, if somebody takes off like that, you know, I mean, normally you scared enough. us, so.
2: How many investigations do you guys think you've done over the years now?
3: Ah, uh, I have no idea. We've done quite a, quite a few. I think, think you know just, you know, if you went off like the YouTube stuff, you know, they made me like 170 some different videos on the uh-huh. formative world page. And then, um, we just started a new series, um, Paranormal Nightmare, and that's all on, uh, uh Amazon Prime and, um, it's uh, on YouTube Kind of my TV series. I don't know, a whole bunch, maybe over 20 times, Sean, a or so.
0: Oh, I'd say if you don't even count the ones that, you know, have that haven't went on YouTube and the ones that we have done YouTube, I'd say you're over 300 or That's, so.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that people actually don't see that we actually end up you know, filming and then um, in the process of, you know, filming, you know, that may not be up from any locations. So, I mean, you know, for us to take, you know, 80 hours and put forward the time to actually edit a, a video, you know, it's actually a waste of time to actually end up editing.
0: Well, then you get your cases, you know, where we've done family awnings that maybe the family did not didn't want it aired or anything but they still need the help so we have you know went in there to help them yeah because not every case is about you know making a video
2: right
3: I mean it's
0: helping the families helping the children
3: I know some of the newer cases that we've been actually taking on is you know it's actually going to be part of a new series that we're actually coming out with it's called uh, Chasing the Eagle so you know it's like some of that stuff he you then know, actually hasn't been documented
2: yet. From the videos that I've seen, and I've watched quite a few of them, uh, as I've been watching them for a couple of years now, uh, and I have watched the Paranormal Nightmare on Amazon. Uh, I notice you guys do a lot of clearings. You uh, you use religion with your you know as your intention and everything else. Um, when did you start actually doing the clearings and combining them with the investigations?
3: We actually started them, you know, a while back, um, before we actually came out with a paranormal nightmare series. We'd actually, you know, go in and do cleansings. In the actual beginning, before we actually started the cleansings, we actually ended up filming an episode with uh, New Dominion. Um, they uh, produce the TV show Haunting. So we ended up working with them on a case out of uh, Brookville, Ohio. And we ended up, you know, having another person actually come in and do the cleansing, and then it it just seems like, you know, like if if she was there, you know, you should just go ahead and do the cleansing right then and there, and then, you know, you can just go ahead and leave and be done. But normally, the way it was set up was um, you actually end up, you know, doing the an investigation and then end up, you know, calling, you know, the person or somebody to come in, close the home, and then, you know, a couple of weeks later, so he decided to move forward with the cleansing with right after the investigation.
2: Now, what about uh, attachments? Uh, you know Danny and and I uh, we belong to a paranormal investigation team as well and we've brought things home the odd time and we try to do our best to protect ourselves Uh, and one one of the shows I noticed that uh, Josh kept I think it was Josh kept getting woken up at 4 a.m. and felt that there was an attachment to him how do you guys uh, deal with that or protect yourselves
0: yeah we uh, honestly we pretty much don't for the main part but, like, if we do family hauntings, you know, we'll um, go in and do the uh, cleansing and stuff. But when we do that, we usually cross, crosses with us. But then, plus, we're using holy water the whole time. But now, on private, you know, locations and stuff like that, we could be an old saying, asylum or anything like that. No, we don't. After we leave, we just leave.
2: <laughs> and, you've... and
0: we've only actually had maybe a couple times where something did come home with us.
2: What do your families think about uh, the paranormal investigations and the possibility of bringing something nasty home with you?
0: I've never had a issue with it myself. I mean, my I got four kids and they all love it. They watch, you know, any time we put a video up, they watch it. And, and I guess I never go into too many details if something would be real bad. Now, Rocky, I'm not sure what his wife or kids think about it.
3: My family, um, they pretty much will sit down on my are, you know, basically behind us, you know, 100%, they end up, you know, sitting down watching it. Um, they'll sit there and review or listen to me sit there reviewing evidence and stuff like that. All the only time I actually actually had anything that it seemed like right right after was uh, the Bobby Mackey's episode that we actually did and that was a family homing case um, that we actually ended up running and, and then we ended up actually going to Bobby Mackey's and then you know we ended up you know, trying to make contact with coral and stuff like that. But after I actually came home from the uh, Bobby Mackey, I think it was maybe within a few days, my wife, she ended up waking up. And she had, like, maybe a couple of scratches across her chest. So we ended up, you know, re-blessing the home that we actually lived in. So far as right now, we haven't had anything since then.
2: You haven't had to be called back to uh, any locations for uh, further investigation or another cleansing.
3: Normally, the the cases that we actually end up, you know, going back to is just like uh, your businesses or something like that where they they actually don't want cleansing. Um, some of the residential cases um, with residential cases, it takes a you know, you can go in your land you can investigate, you can know, cleanse the place, but in the end, you know, it's up to the president to uh, you know, try to you know make the changes that need to be made changed. Right. Um sometimes it's just you know, the way that they're living or you know, certain things that that's, going on in their life, um, with like, you know, the the person trying to make contact with other spirits or ghosts or that will actually reach her the uh, I mean, army. Do you use uh,
1: any psychic mediums or uh, clairvoyance on, on any of your investigations?
3: No, uh, anymore. Um, we did it in the uh, beginning and then um, when they First of all, coming out with the spirit boxes, you know, we didn't have too much faith in the spirit boxes. So we went ahead and built one. I think it was the Radio Shack Hat. So we went ahead and built one of them and uh, we took it down to a location in a museum down in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. And we didn't have much faith in it, but we found in the basement, we found an session and it kept saying, good luck to your, you know, blank, you know. <laughs> and and Peter was the caretaker mm-hmm. of the museum. So, you know, it kept saying this over and over and over. You know, it like, it was like, oh my God, what's this thing keep calling Peter yeah. out? And Peter's sitting there, you know, like, what's going on? You know, so we, we didn't know too much about the spirit box at, at the time. So, so we went back home, and Josh, uh, Josh he's the one that does all the everything for us. Uh, so he, he sent a a message, and then um, you know, tell him, you know, I just want to thank you, and part he didn't actually he didn't send him a message, he actually ended up calling. And, uh, Tom, you know, just want to thank you for, you know, having Peter there with us and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, Peter no longer works for us, you know, and, uh, he has been gone for a couple of weeks and then come to find out, you know, some other stuff took place and some stuff actually ended up coming up and down the museum and so it was like, is this spirit box really? you know tell us about Peter while he was actually you know, trying to tell us you know what he was actually doing
1: is that one of the uh, the favorite tools to use then as the spirit box or do you have uh, other tools that uh, that that really work well for you
3: a guy out of the UK actually ended up building this just one a spirit box and then he ended up sending it to us mm-hmm. and this Spirit Box is, like, freaking amazing. And there's only, as far as I know, there's only a couple of these Spirit Boxes in the world. It's actually pretty wild, the, uh, the conversations and stuff that you actually have with the spirits from the other side. So, yeah, I mean, we spent a lot of time with the Spirit Box, and uh, you'll actually see more on the uh, Chasing Evil episodes that will be coming out. We got it out of the U.K. that actually built it for is uh, Stephen Morgans. He's owned a lot of equipment for us over the years. Um, We got a uh, guy out of uh, Indianapolis who's actually uh, building us some basically new equipment um, where people have never actually seen the stuff. Um, The stuff don't even exist on the market right now. Mm-hmm. So the stuff that he's actually coming
1: out with is really cool and, you know, just state of the art stuff. And as old as uh, ghost chasing or spirit hunting is, uh, the the equipment just keeps getting better almost like anything, you know, mm-hmm. technology-wise. It just keeps getting better and better all yeah. the time.
2: No, I'm going to ask Sean yeah. the question here. Because uh, you admitted you're a bit of a chicken in the dark there, <laughs> and you're the one who's usually running the other way. What's your uh, what would you cons- consider to be your scariest investigation so far, Sean? Um, one that they had to force you back yeah, in. Yeah, there's, uh, yeah, there's there's actually a lot of them. <laughs> because you know, I, I mean,
0: if you watch any, you know, the videos, you can pretty much know I run in about every one of them. <laughs> but. Um, one that was really scary that we was uh, at Penhurst and they um, actually contacted us and wanted us come down and put a little different spin on it. And we did get you know warned you don't go down you know don't or we got advised to probably not go down and call out anything. But that case you, you go down into the basement of the one building and you you get so emotional about it because of the stuff that happened there. And it's hard not to get, I guess, either upset or a little bit angry or just whatever because of what was happening at this place. And so we was down there and I, we never really call out anything, you know, too bad. And I was, I was just talking about, uh, I guess would have been the doctor or something like that at that point in time. And next thing I know, I mean, something, it just felt like a knife going or something like that, you know, a big needle going right in the side of me. And it did not stop pretty much until I walked outside. And that, I mean, like I said, there was a lot of them, but for something like that to happen and to be warned about it, and then after it happened, I, I went outside and I was talking to the guy that takes care of the place. And before I could even tell him, you know, that something, you know, jabbed me in the side like that, he was like, well, how's your night going down, down there? I was like, yeah, it's going real good, you know. And he goes, what do you say to me? Said something like, you know, well, you, you know you guys have uh, felt anything like it you know, needle going in you, have
1: you? Oh. Yeah, I would have ran right there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, for that, just happened. But even while we were down there, I mean, we caught some amazing shadows. I mean, pretty much full-body apparitions. And, yeah, I mean, pretty much I did not want to leave anybody's sight at that point in time once I went back. I mean, we've been a... I mean, that's the thing. We've been to places where the doors have gotten ripped off the hinges. Wow. We've been to places where our beds have gotten lifted off the ground and slammed <laughs> back down. Wow. And when that one happened, Rocky stayed awake the whole time during that. <laughs> he tried to wake me up, and I may have said some you know, choice warts to him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I was sleeping pretty good. But I'm the one that actually went back over that evidence and I was sitting there on my couch at home, you know, just going over the evidence and then God I think there was maybe six minutes left of the tape. <clears throat> because we had cameras, you know, facing us while we were sleeping. And next thing you know, me and Rocky's cops just come right off the ground and slam right back down. Well, wow. Let's just say when that happened, I got pretty much scared to set my own house. So I went out to the porch and called Josh. and <laughs> <laughs> just sat there on the phone till I could calm down. I was like, "Man, you got to see this?" And I think, if I'm not mistaken, he pretty much came right over, you know, so he could see it. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I think Rocky seen it the next day or something like that. But uh, the bad thing is, you, you to sit there and almost crazy and taking uh, 12 hours drive home. Yeah, that, that was a crazy night. <laughs> yeah, and where was that at, Rocky? That was the public uh, hospital.
0: So right. I'm not sure if you can still get in there to do investigations or what, but we've done some, we've done a lot of events there, too. And, you know, we had a group of uh, girls that came there, and I think, was that you, Rocky, that was down in the basement?
3: Yeah, the um, the girls, they was they, this one area, and they, they was wanting us to, you know, it's like, you know, make something happen. I was like, I uh, can't make nothing happen. You know, I'm just a coach. I mean, <laughs> and um I said, well, just stand over here, you know, and ask some questions. Well, in the area that they was in, I started getting this weird feeling. So... So I told them just stand there, and, you know, ask them if, you know, they can come up and touch And So there's one girl, she's like, can you come up and touch me or, you know, grab my hair? And uh, next time I know, man, her head went backwards. They jerked her hair backwards. Next time I know, all like four or five of those girls, man, they were out there. You know, they they left the car and that's the last time I've seen them. <laughs>
2: Jeez, yeah.
1: Yeah, what are your views on stuff like uh, Bigfoot
2: or aliens? Does that relate to anything you guys do? Aliens, UFOs, Bigfoot—because it all seems to uh, go hand oh. in hand with uh, the paranormal. Oh. Have you guys ever been on a on a Bigfoot investigation, or ever thought about uh, incorporating that into uh, one of your episodes? No, no.
3: Um, we, you know, I mean, on UFOs, you know, when we were actually younger, we actually had experiences um with uh UFOs. Um that was actually in the home that we actually lived lived in at the time where we got the Ouija board and you know the home you know basically was actually turned upside down. But I, I do remember, you know, seeing something flying over the house and you walk out and see the lights, you know, flashing all the way across it. Um as far as Bigfoot We've never actually looked for Bigfoot or done any,
2: anything like that. Are you a believer though?
3: Um Bigfoot I mean I mean, is it out there? I mean you know, I'm not here to say if it's out there or if it's not out there, you know, I mean um, what we live, you know, we've We've been camping a lot, and you know when I was younger and stuff like that. But I've never, you know, seen anything like that. Um, we came from, you know, like a family of uh, hunters. So, um, you know, uh, well, hunters ain't trappers. So he was actually, you know, always, you know, looking for footprints. You know, but we in the area that we lived in. You know, we've never seen anything. Uh, I would still go. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe,
0: maybe I would we'll... I go with somebody if they ever offered.
2: Well, Sean, maybe we'll get you back up to Canada and we'll uh, we'll take you to Northern Ontario. I'm sure we can find one for you.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I mean, that's why I say, you know, I mean, like Rockies, I've never seen one, never heard anything. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that they discover every day. That's right. So,
2: now, were you guys in Canada recently? I saw a picture of you on Facebook, and you had, uh, your, all three of you were wearing uh, Canada beanies.
3: No, so, um, we was actually having a live event, and um, 3 girls actually came down from uh, Canada for the live event. Mm-hmm. And, oh, okay.
2: Uh, so you got groupies.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, they're, they, I don't know, they've they become good friends of ours, yeah. uh, you know, over the years.
2: Mm-hmm. So, All right, so we'll have to get you up here for an investigation. Yeah,
3: then. yeah well, actually, we've had a, a few people come down from Canada, that, you know, for large events and stuff like Canada over the years. Mm, it's been good. actually pretty cool to, you know, see people come from other countries to the live events. We've had, well me, you know, get our uh, passports actually make it up there to investigate and. Yeah, hang out with these
1: people and stuff. Yeah, we, we got a yeah, lot of ghosts lot up lot here. <laughs> yeah, there's some interesting locations that uh, that uh, maybe you should check out here in Canada. That would be great to have you guys up.
0: Yeah, one day, hopefully. I mean, I think um, this summer, we've been talking about, you know, trying to get our passports and everything, so
3: hopefully this summer, you know, we can work on that and then um, mm-hmm. eventually get up there. We've had a lot of cases, <laughs> You know, where people's actually com- contacted us from Canada Ooh. for, you know, residential cases where they, they actually have a haunting in a home. But, you know, we don't have a actual passport, so right. you know, we can't actually, you know, go up there. So it's like, uh... Yeah, we can't make it. I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: Now, one of the things I noticed when I was looking at your Facebook page today is uh, you get a lot of uh, calls for help. People who have things going on in their homes, and and I guess you must get you know hundreds of messages all the time. How do you how do you uh, pick and choose which ones you you want to uh, investigate and possibly help out with?
3: Um, normally we just try to help out you know, as many people that you know wouldn't actually talk to. You. You you sit there and read everything that they wrote about and you know, and stuff like that and that actually goes into effect. But, you know, in the end, you know, if, if, normally if they got kids or something like that, then, you know, normally you jump on it a lot faster than somebody else having just uh, you know, seeing orbs or something like that. Right. How uh,
1: different is it for you? I mean, you started doing this stuff on your own and uh, using cameras for YouTube. But how different is it to having a, a camera crew and, and uh, you know, uh, a bunch of extra people? Or do you do it on your own? Yes.
3: everything's
1: done everything's on your own. Done all night. That's impressive. So, you, so all your all your camera work and everything is yourselves. I think. Yeah, I
3: everything think. everything that you you see, all um, like Amazon Prime or like our, uh, YouTube videos, that's still the three of us. It's, it's never changed. Um, now, if the thing was, is if, if we'd have went, you know, to like, uh, say an international, we'd have ended up losing like our YouTube page and blah, blah, blah. So we had the option to go international. So we actually ended up staying. Um, with like doing the Amazon Prime and mm-hmm. the networks on, on that way and actually end up able to, you know, keep our YouTube page and then be able to keep, you know, filming and document, um, with what we're doing. We're actually in full control of the production, um, everything on it. So it's pretty, pretty cool the way that, he was actually ended up gone.
1: Now, do you have other jobs uh, besides uh, ghost hunting or spirit hunting?
3: Yeah, I mean, all three of us is just like, you know, every other panel uh, team out there. You know, the, the only thing that's actually different right now is that, you know, we're on um,
1: mm-hmm.
3: Amazon Prime. Um, me, I do construction work, I do quality control and Haven. Uh, Um, Sean, he does, uh, asphalt paving and construction, too. Um, Josh, he actually owns, um, his own foreign company. And also he, uh, runs a business for another guy that does foreign. Wow. So So you keep pretty busy then. So in between, well, yeah, yeah, in between, um, you know, working full-time, you know, you got family, you know, kids, and then on top of all that, you know, you're filming for uh, two different uh, TV shows.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever get invited to uh, some of the paranormal conventions and the horror conventions to be guests?
0: Yeah, we've done quite a few uh, paranormal conventions and, you know, we've been. I think that's where, you know, we've been lucky where we've always tried to, you know, like a, every pearl team that we've met, you know, is respectful. And that's, you know, when you go to these paranormal conventions, you know, it's just like a big family. I mean, you may just start talking to somebody and it's like you've already known them, you know, for years. And, you know, you've met, we've met so many wonderful people throughout the years of doing this. And most of them, you know, we still talk to, even today. The one time we actually even got to go to, a, it was an event, but it was for, um, uh, what was that, Rocky, that one over in Columbus, it was for, like, um, costumes and... TV and stuff like
3: uh, it was the, I think it was called the the Hollis Convention.
0: Yeah, that may be right. Yeah, that was actually really cool. Yeah, and but like that one, there wasn't no paranormal teams there, you know, because it was mainly for, you know, like stuff for TV, and like I said, costumes, and then next thing you know, or inviting, you know, a uh, paranormal team. But then we got to go to uh, that um, prison, which I can't remember the name. Rocky may remember the name of that prison that we went to.
3: Yeah, it was the Virginia state tennis century that we actually ended up going to. It was pretty cool. We actually ended up seeing old Sparky, and um, we, was, uh, we got to run that investigation and stuff like that for him.
2: Now, guys, there's so many paranormal shows on TV. You've got Ghost Hunters, you've got uh, Ghost Adventures, Kindred Spirits. There's tons of them out there. How do you guys think that you uh, differentiate from a lot of those shows?
3: Uh, I think, oh,
0: yeah, Andrew. you got, got a song. Go uh, now, all I was going to say was I think if you look at every paranormal team, you know, they're out there for you know, kind of the same mission is to get evidence and try to figure out, you know, what's how how we're able to talk to these spirits or, you know, what's actually going on in a location, whether it be uh, you know, family haunting or just an older say asylum, you know, to get some answers why these spirits are still here with us. But, so, I mean, I think there's just, everybody puts their own little twist on it. Right. To where, <clears throat> you know, you, you may not belt to sit there and actually say, okay, well, this is what twist I use of this one. Because to me, it just seems like we're all in it for the same goal. Right. Is to find out, you know, what what's actually going on. Why are these spirits still, here
2: with us. Yeah, the one the one thing I like about uh, the one thing I like about your show is uh, you spend a lot more time with the actual people that are being affected. Like you really get into their backstory, and you'll talk to different family members. Um, whereas the other shows, they just give them like a, a quick, brief uh, interview and they move on. They're they're more about you know the uh, you know the shock and the evidence gathering. But I, I really find that you guys really seem to care about uh, the people that are involved and the people that are being affected, especially the uh, the ones on the four shows from the Amazon Prime uh, Par- uh, Paranormal Nightmare.
0: Well, and that's the thing is, you know, to tell the story. You know, having, you know, because the families or, you know, whatever you're doing, you want to be able to tell the story. You know, that way, other people's watching that, Cause we've, you know, we've met people to where, or they've contacted us, and they've never even told anybody about their experience. Wow. Because they don't want to feel that they're crazy. Which I think, you know, maybe a lot of paranormal teams have ran into.
3: Most of the time, you know, like, like your paranormal TV shows, you know, I mean, Mostly all scripted, you know, I mean, you're gonna... Yeah, it's scripted from, you know, you show up, you shoot this, you know. You shoot this, you're gonna be with these people, you know, and then you walk down the hall, you're gonna shoot this, and, and blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, it's all scenes that's actually cut up, you know, that they actually go in, they actually shoot it, and then they leave, you know, I mean, And then once they leave, you know, I mean, these TV shows, I mean, you know, they're gone. You know, there's nobody else to contact about, you know, if you have a case or if you have a location. then all of a sudden you're starting to have something, um, you know, activities start taking place. And normally with us, you know, we go in and even before we go in, you know, we're, I don't know. It's, it's like building a relationship, you know, um,
0: mm-hmm.
3: yeah, you hear the backstory then, and, and then when you show up, you know, the families, you know, you're, you're, you're like socially committed to these people, you know, to try to find out actually what's actually going on, you know, at, you know, whatever stake is i actually taking, you mm-hmm. know, and then, even afterwards, you know, you're committed to, you know, having an relationship show um, with the people from the home, you know. It's just, it's completely different, you know, from what you see actually on TVs. You know, TVs more or less like a money motivated, mm-hmm. you know, machine mm-hmm. that's gonna keep drumming.
2: Well, the, the one thing that I, that I always laugh at or it kind of bothers me is, uh, you know, one, one show in particular, and I won't say the name, but I'm sure you guys will figure it out, is they show up and they say, these people need our help, and they do their investigation, and then they just leave. And, you know, the odd time they bring in a priest and, you know, for whatever dramatic effect or whatever, but I, I do like that you guys have a, a, a start, a middle, and an end.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, the the thing is, is with each case that we actually, you know, actually air or do our own film, you know, normally, you know, I mean, we're still in contact with that family, you know, still to this day. Um, you know, so it's like a, it's like he become a part of their family. You know, I mean, it's right. Yeah, you know, something that they're going through you're with them, and there's like a, I don't know, it's like a connection,
1: you know. Well, I think it helps that you're a family yourself, you you three brothers, and on top of that, your passion for uh, for spirit hunting and helping these people uh, is really reflective of your program.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it's all about showing, you know, somebody that's, you know, have a predicament that they don't want to be in, you know, when you're trying to show them, you know, love and caring and being, trying to get answers for them, and, you know, I mean, you know, if it works out, you know, I mean, it's great, you know, it's not, you know, we're still there for you, you know, I mean, it's not, you know, we're walking away, you know.
2: You must get a lot of Christmas cards from people.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure
0: <laughs> it's good to have a P.O. box. <laughs> so guess, there you go. If it gets filled up, then uh, you just set it, <laughs> they push them in the back so you can get them off But I think one thing, too, <clears throat> with um, Chasing Evil, that's going to be coming out here pretty soon, I think you're going to see a big twist on, you know, with at least our side of the paranormal that we've been doing which I just can't I can't really I guess, talk about too much because I'm not sure what I can talk about and what I can't so Josh don't hate me <laughs>
2: <laughs> here's a question for the two of you and I'll start with Rocky uh, what would be your ultimate investigation what's on what's number one on that bucket list for you
3: well uh, hey, um uh, I think I'd love to like to Alcatraz or Oh, yeah, you know, go over to uh, like the UK and uh, do some uh, like the old castles and stuff like that. Just uh... Sean, how about you? Um, honestly, I mean,
0: other than if I could ever get to the, get to um, Ireland, I would love to go to Ireland and do a lot of them castles and the old buildings that they got over there. But I think my biggest bucket list will always be number one is going back to. Uh, where it all started
2: your childhood home
0: yeah our childhood mm-hmm. home and and i think maybe possibility you know if it's still active which i pretty much about going to maybe it is uh, maybe get some answers of what happened you know as we was you know kids and i remember one night you know just laying there and God i woke up or whatever happened i'm not for sure mm-hmm. but it was like i seen a black shadow at the bed and I couldn't move. And I remember screaming Rocky's name, think like it was, and once I started doing that, you know, I could, I probably moved and the shadow was gone. So there's gonna be, there's a lot of answer, you know, questions that we're all three gonna have. And that may be one of them cases where we may have to go in separately, you know which will be probably scarier than (laughs) hell, but I think that's going to be what's going to meet down there, and I think, yeah, I think that's every one of our goals here eventually, and I don't know when that'll happen or if it really ever will, but at least that's going to be probably my main priority one of these days.
1: Some of your uh, ways to get a hold and in touch with you guys. I know you have a Facebook page. It's just uh, Living Dead Paranormal. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, we uh, we actually have a Rocky form on a Facebook. Uh, we got a Living Dead Paranormal page on Facebook. And we actually got the uh, Paranormal Nightmare on Facebook. Uh, I think Rocky's got some more on I mean, that. I think he's pretty much Twitter
0: and Instagram and...
1: I suppose if you just Googled the Foreman Brothers, you'd probably find uh, everything there, right? Or Living Dead Paranormal,
3: right? Um, actually, our actual YouTube page is actually going to be on the Panel Nightmare TV series page. Okay. Um, the uh, Foreman 04, uh, will not be posting any more videos to the Foreman 04 page. Then also, you can actually find us on Hangs uh, On Time and they show on Amazon Prime that was Paranormal Nightmare and then it's on Apple, P- Apple TV and a few other sites and then it's in other countries right now on Amazon Prime
1: Yeah, I know we get you and here in Canada Prime. on Amazon Prime Canada we, we get you fine there on with Paranormal Nightmare Where will uh, Chasing Evil be showing?
3: It'll be on the Amazon Prime Oh, okay Yeah, the... Uh, Paranormal nightmare and the uh, Chase and Evil will actually have been gone to uh, paranormal time, so it'll be actually on paranormal time in the United States. Um, there's a full list of other countries that they'll be actually gone to. All
2: right. Uh, so, other than the Chasing Evil, anything anything else we should be looking out for, or
3: the main thing
0: is just watch out for that Chasing Evil. I mean, that's going to be, I'm not sure if there's going to be three or four um, episodes on that one, but that's going to put a big twist on uh, Paranormal. Completely different
1: than anything. Well, I can't wait to see it. Well, thank you so much, guys, for joining us.
3: Thank you. It's been nice talking to you.
0: Phantom Faction Podcast. A podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or
2: email us directly at phantomfactionoutlook.com. At